In this episode, once again, we're speaking to Lisa Halton. Lisa is a certified personal trainer, nutritionist, and group exercise instructor. She loves helping women reclaim their health to activate their wealth. And in today's episode, Lisa is talking to us about the three hormonal hacks to help you burn more fat. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we have the pleasure and the honor of welcoming the most beautiful, lovely, charming Lisa Holton again. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. And we had such a wonderful conversation on Friday feature the other day that we had to have you back. So Lisa, everyone's heard your intro. They know how amazing you are. But please, in your own words, tell everybody what it is that you do. Yes, so I am your very passionate, certified personal trainer, health to wealth coach, and I help females really learn how to eat nutritious food to boost their health, wealth, and happiness so that they can live a healthy and happy life. Wonderful. And this is really why um, it's really perfect what we're talking about today's topic, which is Three hormone, three hormonal hacks to help you burn more fat. Now, I'm definitely interested in this. I'm sure many people are as well. So, talk us through this. Um, first of all, why are you focusing on hormones rather than on other parts of your body? Why are hormones so important as you get older? Yes. So, as we get older, especially as females get older, hormones play a role. Like premenopause and menopause, your body is very different from when you were in your 20s or even when you were in your 30s. And so how the body is reacting to different hormones and what's going on in your body actually uh, makes people gain weight during this time. So I really want to help people know that it's it's not all doom and gloom. You don't have to um, gain weight or feel unhealthy or feel bloated. There, you, you can feel your best even when you're in premenopause or menopause and really learn how to just live your healthiest life regardless of what the scale says. So you can live a long life and be strong and be healthy and get to see those grandkids and great grandkids run around. Fabulous. Wonderful. So let's start this off. So what's the first hormonal hack that can help you to burn more fat? Yes. So the first one is cortisol. So cortisol is a fat storing hormone that is a in the belly. So basically what happens is cortisol is a fight or flight hormone So when you feel stressed out, your body goes into fight or flight mode, just like in caveman days when we were either going to fight the tiger or run away from the tiger, except this time we're not running, we're not fighting usually, it's just constant stress we have on our body due to the environment, due to what we're eating, due to our jobs, um, you know, maybe due to our mindset. And so when that cortisol level gets high like that and stays high, it will not allow for, um, it won't allow you to lose belly fat because it wants to hold on to all of it. Because when your body is in that fight or flight response, it wants to keep the organs protected. And where are your organs? In your belly. 
So it wants to keep all of that belly fat there. So really, it's about learning how to lower that cortisol level. So how can you de-stress? How can you find some, some ways to reduce the stress in your life so that you can start to lower that cortisol level and really start to release some of that belly fat without truly even being on a diet? Okay, so there, there are many different ways of doing that. And I remember having this discussion back in, oh, my God, um, this is giving uh, quite a few years ago because when I was first doing energy work, we came across, I came, I came across a technique you may be familiar with, emotional freedom technique that we did that. Yep. And EFT is, is a abbreviated for sure. I remember doing this. I can't remember. I can't remember the sister's name. It's the brother and the sister that they, they do EFT quite a lot. And the, I think the sister was the one who did, uh, who specifically had a program around this EFT to do EFT to lose weight. And this was basically the premise of her program that, you know, by, by doing these, tapping on these emerging points, you were lowering your, your cortisol levels. And in the process, as you lower your cortisol levels, you're able to release more fat. And therefore, you actually lose weight without even trying, without going on a diet, but because you are, because you're stressless. And that allowed you to be more calm too, which stopped you from stress eating as well, which is a lot of another thing that a lot of females do. Um, I know I do that when I, um, and I normally go, I'm not a cop. I'm, I'm a carbs person, so I love my carbs. Mm-hmm. But I, I can control that urge to have carbs, apart from the fact when I'm stressed or I'm upset. Whenever I'm stressed or upset, the only thing I want to reach out for, the only thing I want is carbs. So, you know, it, it could be croissant, it could be bread, it could be any kind of carb. It has to be carb. I don't go for anything else but carbs. But when I'm not stressed, when I'm calm, then I'm okay with protein and fruits and mm-hmm. salads and whatever have you. It's not that I don't like those things. I just reach for carbs when I'm stressed. And I, this is, this tends to be a lot of things for females when they, you know, when they are stress eating. And so cortisol not only works on, on the, you know, in terms of lowering your uh, metabolism and storing the fat, it actually makes you have funny urges and, you know, you end up resorting to less, less than healthy habits. So I know this is a very, very powerful, very powerful um uh, tool that we that we call your hormone that we need to control. What is your some of your recommendations of how we can reduce our cortisol levels apart from EFT? Yeah, so reducing your stress level. There are very simple techniques like breathing exercises. I like mm-hmm. to work with my clients on inhaling through your nose to the count of eight, hold mm-hmm. for two, and then breathe out your mouth like you're blowing out a straw to the count of eight, and that will really help reduce your heart rate. It'll help, um, you know, make you feel (laughs) less anxious because normally when we get stressed out, we shallow breathe or we breathe from our chest as opposed to belly breaths. And so just a simple breathing technique can really help you get back into belly breaths, which will help you feel less stressed out and lower that cortisol level. Um, The other thing to do, I tell my uh, clients all the time is to do something that you enjoy doing for 10 minutes every day. And it can be as simple as talking to a friend on the phone. Maybe it's watching a funny TV show. Um, you know, maybe it's playing a game with your kids. But find something that you truly enjoy doing and really immerse yourself in that for at least 10 minutes because that has been shown to reduce cortisol levels as well. So those are two super simple tips anyone can use right now. Wonderful. Okay, that's fabulous. Uh, so basically, um, you know, do the breathing exercise. And I have something similar. We do what we call the 63 breathing. The same thing. Breathing for a count of six from your nose. Hold for a count of three in your mouth. Um, sorry, it, it just hold for a count of three. And then blow out from your mouth for a count of six. Um, yes. And then hold for a count of three. So this is a 6363 breathing method. And you repeat it uh, multiple times. And you find, you you know, your, your brain wave, waves lower. And mm-hmm. as your brain waves lower, 
you go into um, this calm mode, which actually reduces cortisol because they are, you're now no longer stressed and no longer in the flight mode. And therefore, naturally, body stops producing or reduces the amount of cortisol in your body. So that's an amazing technique. And the second one, of course, is, um, you know, I think the, the, the second one, well, so what's the second technique again? The second tip is just to find something you enjoy doing and do it every day for t- at least 10 minutes. Okay, so, so technique number two is to do something that you enjoy. And I was going to, oh, that, that's what I was going to remember. I was going to make a comment the fact that I like doing, I like playing board games with my kids. Mm-hmm. And so even, that, so even though we've been competitive and I'm very competitive with my kids, <laughs> you know, we, we play, right? it's still fun. We're having a laugh and a giggle. That yes. naturally reduces the, your cortisol level. So, so that's, that's a that's amazing technique. So those are really, really powerful techniques, simple yet very, very effective ways to reduce your cortisol level. So what's a third, what's the second hormonal hack? The second hormone hack is kind of what you mentioned. So you said like when you're stressed out, you reach for carbohydrates. So mm-hmm. the reason women do that, typically it's a women, woman thing, is because when you're stressed out, your energy level is depleted. So your body needs energy. And so it's telling you eat the carbohydrates because carbohydrates is where we get energy from. So when you are stressed out, yes, your body wants energy. That's why you reach for the bread, the croissant, chips, whatever kind of carbohydrate it might be. So my my, uh, tip to you then is to reach for whole food. And when I say whole food, that means if it had a mother or if it grew from the ground, you can eat it. So if you fill your plate with foods that are wholesome, as opposed to prepackaged, you are ultimately going to lower your stress level. And then in turn, you're not going to be turning towards those carbohydrates for your energy because you're getting energy from the food that's on your plate. You're getting energy from that whole food nutrition instead of trying to get it from the monster drink the 15 coffees a day, your espressos and your lattes and things of that nature, which is fine if you love those things, but it shouldn't be your sole source of energy. Perfect. Okay, great. So wholesome food. So so would nuts be part of this then, you know, eating nuts and stuff like that? So one of the things I, when I'm more consciously aware about, about this is when I do get hungry, um, the technique I have, which by the way, I, I, I try not to store biscuits or any, you know, crisps or as you call it, chips in the house. I do have like figs and dry figs and, um, you know, dry uh, apricots or fruit nuts, fruits and nuts, whatever. So when I'm reaching out for snacks in those in those states, I'm picking out herbal tea along with a bunch of uh, nuts. Even if it takes me over the calories, which I'm not really conscious about most of the time anyway, I'm eating these whole nuts, these nuts, and they are giving me nutrition. And obviously they fill you up a lot faster than a croissant or a breadwood. And therefore, yep. they, that, that urge for me to eat subsides and I'm back to normal again. Yes. And that's not consciously where I have to say this when I'm consciously where. Sometimes it's when you're not conscious where you're like, ah, bread is in the house. It's easier and it's easier to give in to those urges if you have the junk food at home. If you don't keep it, then you have no option but to go for the, for the, for the wholesome food. So I think that's, again, it's a technique that you need to adopt to make sure you only keep things in home. Uh, because you willpower times, especially when you're stressed or if you're upset or whatever have you, you're not going to have the willpower to fight yourself. So it's better not to, you know, not to antagonize yourself and give us no option. It's less likely that you're going to jump in a car and go outside into the shop and buy those junk foods. It's more likely that if it's not in the home, you won't eat it. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop 
by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. Yes, and if you have teenagers or kids at home that want the crisps or, or the biscuits or things of that nature and you buy them for your kiddos, then what I like to tell my clients is to create a list of non-food things that you can do when you're stressed out and keep it right by your computer if that's generally where you maybe feel stressed so you can turn and look and say, oh, I'm supposed to call my friend now because I feel like stress eating or, oh, I'm going to go for a five minute walk to get away from the stress that's causing me, you know, of my work. So make a list of things that you can do that are non-food related to help you relieve some of that stress as well. Wonderful. Okay, that's amazing, amazing advice, amazing tip. So what's the third hormonal hack? Yep, the third is actually a hormone again, and it is testosterone. So testosterone is in males and females, and it's higher in males, obviously, than females. Um, And then as females get older, though, we do lose some testosterone, which testosterone is crucial um, for libido, but also for building muscle. And so as females get older, it becomes harder for us to strength train or for us to build that lean muscle. And we want lean muscle in our body because the more muscle we have, the less fat we have. But also the stronger you are, because just think, I like to think like if your kid is going to go to college or maybe your kid is going to university or they're going to move out on their own because maybe they're 20 or whatever, and they're going to have their own apartment, start their own life. You have to help them move. Well, You can't be very useful if you can't pick anything up because you're not strong enough to lift the kitchen table or whatnot. So the way you can boost testosterone is actually by lifting weights. And Mm -hmm. you're not going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, which everyone is afraid that they're going to get all all pumped up. Uh, As females, we're not. We we can't unless you supplement for that just because we we don't have enough testosterone in our body to do that naturally. But um, getting into the weight room, learning how to lift weights properly, learning how to lift weights for you with correct form so you don't get injured, really is key to longevity. Because the more muscle you have on your body, the stronger your core is, the better your balance is. So, you know, when things happen where maybe you're walking out on the ice and you go to slip, if you're strong in your core and your muscles, you're not going to fall But someone else who doesn't have that strength might fall. And then that's where, you know, broken hips or wrists or things of that nature, injuries can come into play. Okay, so that's an amazing tip. Now, I knew that we, we, um, all, everybody has testosterone, obviously men more than females. Mm -hmm. I realized that 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 we lose that over time. And that's the only way to regain it is through, is through strength training, is to in doing lifting weight. And I know this because personally i i prefer the gym over classic classes anyway i'm not a classes person i like the gym i like doing things in my own time and even that i'm not a cardio person i did not like being jumping on on the treadmill mm-hmm. or or i mean the rowing machine is something that i can do but even no more than 20 minutes i don't i can't do hours on, on the that some people just they do an hour on, on treadmill and an hour on the on the i don't know the stepper or whatever have you i like doing my warm-up there and then i go straight to the leaf uh, to the weights and i do various things on the weights for the arms for the backs the shoulders and so forth and I found, because I've been doing this since my my teens, probably, because I've I've been going to gyms ever since then, and in, intermittently, so obviously in between, the, there's been a break, as recently has because of COVID, mm-hmm. and I've never put myself back in the gym yet. 
I found that my strength is always, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm commented on. I'm very round and very, I look very feminine, yet my strength is very, very high. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. I'm a very strong female. But that's because I've kept that lean muscle in and I've kept that, um, the, the, the training in. And even though I stop intermittently, you know, maybe not gone for six months or whatever, but over the period of 20 years, I've gone and I've built into my, my muscles, you know, the, the strength and then there's obviously muscle memory as well. Mm-hmm. And this is paying me dividends now. So it doesn't yes. matter what so I'm going to add in there. It doesn't matter which age you start as females and men as well. But females, especially, you have to start training. And if you, if you, I always said, you know, my, I remember my mentor, one of my mentors um, said to me early on, your 20s, your training in your 20s will give you dividends in your 30s and 40s. Your training in the 30s will give you dividends in the 40s and 50s. And your your training in 40s will pay you dividends in 50s and 60s. And that's how it works. Mm-hmm. It's always in you know, a 10, 20 years ahead that you get is in terms of benefit. You're less likely to, like you said, break up, you know, break your hip and uh, or, you know, or break a bone because you've trained. Obviously, you've got crazy. <laughs> that's another story. But we, I mean, I, I definitely agree that that would help you build strength. Um, build a leaner, a leaner body and it's more fun I mean I don't see what's the fun in doing a half an hour an hour cardio on a bloody no, trip I don't know it just it, it does not appeal to me whatsoever no. I see people running and I'm like dude why <laughs> that's awful like, <laughs> strain on your kneecap and your mm-hmm. I'm like and I see a lot of females do that too um and they're running 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 and they're sweating like crazy and I'm like well you can do H you know the you know that some some weight training with, with you know H I you know H hit is the hit training whatever. Yep. That would probably give you more benefit than that the hour of the cardio. It does. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's lack of knowledge or mm-hmm. lack of understanding of how your body works, and a lot of mis- there's a lot of misinformation out there as well. I think there's something else, Lisa, isn't it? Do you find that there's so much misinformation out there that one of the things that I know in my culture is is it just accepted that when you get older you're gonna get fat. Yeah, so you know, when you get older, you get fat. Well, the reason why you get fat makes sense to me now. Obviously, you know, talking to you, if your testosterone decreases over time, then your lean muscle mass will decrease over time. Hence, if you have less lean muscle mass, metabolism slows over time, which means you're going to get chubby fat over time. Yes, mm-hmm. but then it's also reversible. Right. It's also reversible. Yes. Yeah. And I'll tell you a secret. Uh, we talked about cortisol in the, in the the first kind of hormone hack. Did you know that cardio, when you do cardiovascular exercise, like running on a treadmill, like the ellipticals, the row machine, things like that, that places stress on your body, which raises your cortisol level. So those females that are running on the treadmill are actually not doing themselves any favors because they're increasing their cortisol level and they're actually allowing their body to hold on to belly fat. And so they're having a harder and harder time losing weight and then they can't figure out why. So generally they try to Mm -hmm. run longer or faster and eat less food, which might seem like it should work, but it it actually doesn't work. It works against you again. Your body thinks it's in a famine and it'll hold on to all the fat in your body. So you actually need to lift weights and eat food in order to lose weight. And I love, that. I love that. I love the idea. So this is confirming what I already know that I can eat lots of food, obviously yes. the right kind of food, and, uh, and also lift weights, which is my favorite form of exercise in the gym anyway, away yep. from... I don't mind doing Zumba, one of these one or two classes, just for fun, because they're fun. And to because there's a community element, because the main, my main purpose of going to the gym now is for the community element. Yes. So I don't mind doing that. But that's just, just to have fun. 
the my body would be defined by my going to the gym and lifting weights, Correct. not necessarily going to you know going to Zumba class and do some Zumba moves here and there. True. Yeah. So I think that's being aware of what's actually going to work for you long term. It's so important, and this is where a mentor is so important, like someone like yourself who can guide you, who can help you through nutrition, through the right exercise, because whatever kind of body you want is possible to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it requires the kind right kind of help. Yet, you know, I think we, we, we kind of have got accustomed to the idea that you just go gym, cut down the number of calories, and that's fine. You do an hour on the treadmill, an hour here, and then you, you know, you've, you've you know expended you know 200 calories by in these two hours which is ridiculous anyway because 200 calories in two hours ridiculous right you can do so much more in, in when you do weights but if you do that mm-hmm. and then you um, eat less you'll somehow lose weight which doesn't work no it doesn't work especially as you get older and let's be real as we get older i think we kind of settle in to the fact that like i don't want to be on a strict diet or at least i don't want to right like i want to have my coffee Yep. I want to have a glass of wine. I want to, you know, have cake if I want cake. And so it's learning how to have that, how to enjoy that, but change your mindset from it because food is not bad or good. Food is fuel for your body. And so if you look at it as how am I fueling my body today to give it energy so I can live my best life, that will also help you make decisions in your food choices. Awesome. I think that's that's brilliant. It really is. It's, it's taking that long-term view of mm-hmm. what you want for your health and for, the, for your body and going out and seeking help either through books or through uh, somebody who knows or a mentor or a person, uh, you know, you know uh, a PT of some sort. But you do need to make it a priority. Um, what, I mean, one final question to you, Lisa. How often do you find that a woman, doesn't matter if they're working or not, um, and when I say working, I mean going, you know, having, having jobs or not, because I think all women work, irrespective of whether they have a job or not, because their mothers are full-time workers anyway. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, or, you know, do how often do you find in your line of work that women neglect themselves, their needs, and their bodies, and feel that they cannot and should not give time to themselves because every single minute, every single second should be dedicated to the family and the kids. Uh, most most females, like 99% of females think that way. And I completely understand how, how you feel that way. Um, but this is my take on it. And this has kind of always been my take on it from when I was a little kid, because I myself has have always been like a gym rat. I in high school, I went to the gym, you know, I was never an athlete. But I always went to the gym because I wanted to be as strong as healthy and healthy as, as I could be. So here's the thing especially for moms and for women in general, if you are not filling your cup up, you cannot help other people because you can't pour from an empty cup. So if, if it means that I take 20 minutes out every day to do my workout, my family knows that I will be happier and I'll be more than willing to help them with whatever they need after my 20 minute workout is up. And believe me, you can get a great workout in in 10 minutes if that's all you have, but you just need to let your family and friends know that, this is when I'm unavailable because I'm doing my workout and they will respect that. And they might even want to join in on you or in on with it. So um, you just have to make it a priority and realize that if you keep giving and giving and giving pretty soon, there's nothing left of you to give. And then you're going to get sick. And then who's going to take care of you? I love that. I absolutely love that. So now on that note, we're going to wrap up. Lisa, tell us, um, I believe you on the three hormonal hacks we just spoke about, you have a free gift that you're offering as well. Please tell us about that. 
Yes, I have a free gift. So you can download the guide, the three hormone hacks to help you burn fat. Uh, We briefly talked about them here, but you can get even more information, more tips and tricks that can really help you along with recipes and short workouts at lisaholton.com. Wonderful. And so if you are listening to us on the podcast, remember the links to Lisa's website, especially the link to this, this free guide, which I think is phenomenal after this discussion we just had there. Um, I think you should definitely go and download for that. And that would be in the show notes. And if you are uh, watching us on the YouTube, then down below in the description section, again, we'll have all the links for Lisa's, um, you know, her, her website and the, the link for this freebie gift as well. Go check her out. And I'm sure you will benefit from it because I had a wonderful conversation talking to her about it. But the, the guide will be more in depth with additional recipes and additional tools and techniques as well. Go check her out. She's phenomenal. Well, on that note, Lisa, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. with us. It was a pleasure talking to you. It was so much fun being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And thank you for listening to me and Lisa. I will be back on another Money Talkie segment with another amazing guest, picking their brain and finding out how you and I can build a better business. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.